Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of combat sports. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of radio airways, having defended that title on for better than 31 years. And straight up today, we're talking Ben Rothwell, Junior Dos Santos, going down as I air, folks. Hope to have the results from Croatia before we get off there. But it's going live, of course, from 11 a.m. Pacific time on Fox Sports 1, the main event, Junior Dos Santos, the former two-time USC heavyweight champion, of course, the man that knocked out Cain Velasquez. Looking so good after that win, but not looking so good in the rematches, of course, losing the second and third fight to Cain Velasquez by a merciless beating. I'm talking about the second and the third fight were probably the most horrific beatings I've seen in the history, back-to-back beatings I've ever seen in the history of the USC, especially in the heavyweight division. So we've got Cain Velasquez coming up. He'll be on the USC 200 card. We'll talk about that. Of course, USC 200 being going down July the 9th. Uh, the, spot, the car was supposed to be like Holly Holm or take that back. Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm doing a rematch, but it looks like Misha Tate's could be on that car. She'll be in that semi-main event. Wow, the main event, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, the mouth that roared and got snuffed out, got quieted, got submitted by Nate Diaz. Thought Nate Diaz was a bum. Nate Diaz kicked his butt right on Nate Diaz. Open phone lines if you want. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 7529. The Skype line, that's happening as well. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. And we're tweeting as well. The Twitter address is at RingTalk, R I N G T A L K. This is RingTalk Live Worldwide. My time, my boys. Tower of Power to the break. Now, let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices 
prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com slash funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. In appreciation for your donation, support, and telling others, we're going to provide everyone who donates with a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline Interview Library. This commemorative collection will change every month, and you'll have access to it with your supporting donation of any amount. So go to sportsbyline.com slash funding and also tell your friends. You'll be helping preserve, grow, and digitize the Sports Byline interview library so that today's sports fans and those in the future will forever be able to enjoy this treasure. Thank you for your help and support iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Starting it off, right there, Rockton. Sent to go. Fight! Domi and Guido. Oh, head kick. Guido's pace is relentless. 45. Again with the head kick and the takedown. Maynard and Edgar putting on a show. Outstanding. Wow. Amazing that Frankie Edgar was able to recover from that at all. And he's got Maynard. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Buffalo! Twelve and one half minutes past the hour. USC going live on Fox Sports 1 as I speak from Croatia, of course. The main event being heavyweight Junior Dos Santos, of course, a former champion. And a very good heavyweight in Big Ben Rothwell. Ben's with Big Ben's like six foot seven on one hell of a roll. He's one of them tall lumberjack type of guys. I thought that maybe he was a mid-card type of guy that he maybe, you know, go to like number five, number six. And that's where he's at right now, like a number five or a number six guy. But if he beats and if he wins this fight, of course, he's going to be hooked up maybe with the winner of the Cain Velasquez fight. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Cain Velasquez coming back into action on USC 200, of course. That's going to be July the 9th, the rematch. Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor, the mouth that roared, the mouth that got silenced, the mouth that got snuffed out, and the man that wants to come back at 170 pounds. Let's try to make some rationale out of that first. Okay, folks? First of all, nine out of ten times, a good big man beats a good little man. That's just the way it is. Physics, that's just the way it is. Unless you're a type of maybe a Roberto Duran in boxing where you can move from 135 pounds to 165, 170 pounds, it's 170 pounds, and put guys like Marvin Hagler back on their heels and things like that and beat Ray Leonard. Well, if you can do that, more power to you. But most guys can't move up in weight 
and do that kind of stuff, okay? So right now, we've got a fantastic-looking heavyweight division as far as the the uh, the, the uh, UFC is concerned, but Cain Velasquez, he's the question mark in all this because being the former champion, former two-time champion, I mean, I think he might even be the champion right now, and he's an interim champion. No, he's not the interim champion. He was supposed to come back and fight uh, Junior Dos Santos, and that fight was called off, and, and then Junior Dos Santos got hurt, and then they went back and forth, and... You know, Cain Velasquez out of the American Kickboxing Academy, <clears throat> excuse me, down there in Santa Clara, California, Silicon Valley, USA. The guys just train too hard down there. I repeat it time and time again. But Kyle Kingsbury, part of that old crew, he tells me those guys just don't went, don't know when to say no to the trainers. You just got to know when to say no. Like a, like the time I told my mother no more road work. She was my running coach. She took me, uh, I ran two and a half miles, mile and a half uphill and then a mile straight on a sprint. And then I'm supposed to jump 20 ropes at 20 minutes afterwards in a plastic bag and a hooded sweatshirt and all that kind of good stuff, trying to sweat off the water, okay? So they're trying to get me down to 139 pounds. So my mother's my running coach. My trainer tells him, tells her, uh, Chris tells her, look, you got to get the weight off the guy. He's heavy. He's drinking sodas, blah, 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 blah. He's undisciplined. Anyway, so anyway, she runs me to death, and uh, she throws a jump rope out the window. Well, I'm not going to jump rope. I sparred that day. I did all this kind of good stuff. Well, she left me there. She drove away, and I lived like five miles away. I had to call my girlfriend. This was before cell phone days. I had to call my girlfriend's house three times, collect. Finally, they took it the third time, and I begged her to come get me. Here was all sweaty and nasty. Nobody wanted to let me use a phone. Not the 7-Eleven guy, the guy Habib, you know, with the nachos. He wasn't happening. No, you're not coming in here looking the way you are. All sweat running down from between your legs, this kind of good stuff. Not pretty, but you bluffed out your mother. She called my bluff. And she left me. That's just the way running was. That's how dedicated it was back in the day. Because if you did not dedicate yourself, both mentally and physically, my mother knew this. If I wasn't together both mentally and physically, I wasn't together as a fighter. I wasn't 100%. I didn't have it all. In other words, if you go into the ring with shortcomings, like you didn't run, you didn't do your sprints, you didn't swim, you didn't do enough bag work, you felt maybe you had shortcomings in, in sparring. I mean, all these different aspects come into it. And when you're in the ring, a lot of times what happens is if you didn't do your do all your A's and C's, this little guy jumps on your shoulder. He sort of looks like Scott Cuddy, and he's sitting on your shoulder, and he's talking to you, telling you about the sex you had three nights ago with your girlfriend that you weren't supposed to have and those kind of good stuff. All these nasty things come out, and you're looking at this guy wanting to kill him, and there's a guy talking to you ear going, yeah, man, but you didn't run that hard and things like that. So you do not want that guy creeping up on your shoulder. The great Alexis Arquell told me that, and I think that's the mindset that Cain Velasquez has got to go into this next fight with. He has to. I mean, Cain... If he doesn't win here, I guess Kane's going to have to be considered you know, an asterisk as far as heavyweight champions are concerned. He's just not going to come back. Too many injuries. I mean, he had a long run. He should be like, he should, had he had the successful run that people thought he was going to have, okay, he would have had a four or five-year run and he would probably, um, you know, probably have been fighting for doom probably now because he'd run out of people to fight. But that's just not the way it is. He had those injuries. I mean, time and time again, he had injuries. And that one time, after that knee injury, what did he look like afterwards? He looked like, you know, one of the um, the McGuire twins. Remember those guys that were professional wrestlers? They were so fat, they couldn't walk to the ring. They had to take Honda 90s to the ring. He looked like one of the McGuire twins. So not the most disciplined guy in the world. And I'm not accusing him of owning a taco truck down there in San Jose, but he has been spotted at the taco truck, and he has admitted in the past, who often wanting to visit the taco truck. I'm talking about Cain Velasco's. So what Cain does, as far as his next fight's concerned, can he even get through it? I mean, without injuries. I mean, that's the big thing as far as he's concerned. I mean, all these injuries, what, torn knee, broken foot, <clears throat> um, hand problems, shoulder problems. I can go on and on, man, but he's just, he's just 
He's attract. He's a magnet for getting hurt. Why? Because he trains a little bit too hard. Speaking of training a little bit too hard, I heard Dominic Cruz, of course, the, the world 135-pound champion, coming back and winning that title, taken away from T.J. Dillashaw a couple of months ago after being off from an injury, having, what, three or four uh, ACLs, anterior cruciate ligaments put in his leg. I think he had four of them put in, and one was rejected. So he had three and all, three, uh, three that are in his legs, and one was rejected. So straight up, the guy's like the $6 million man. But he's mo- uh, moaning about the fact that California, I was talking about some new weight loss, new uh, weight loss po- uh, possibly, new weight loss rules regarding MMA and boxing. In other words, you can't use intravenous uh, 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 fluids and things like that after the weigh-in, and I don't think that's cool. I really don't think that's cool. I think it's a bad, bad thing to do because, you know, <clears throat> if a guy's drained in fluid and you can give him some uh, some uh, some fluid, some some fructose, and you know, there's some natural fluid in his body. This is good for the brain, man. I don't care what it's going to. It's really not going to help him all that much as far as conditioning is concerned. It's going to help him psychologically, but more importantly, it's going to help his brain because you know all that fluid that's around your brain when you dry out, that fluid dries out. So your brain is sort of sitting in an empty an empty uh, pot per se, and it's able to bang around the sides of this empty pot. But if you had the fluid going in there, the fluid would be able to absorb a lot of these punches and you wouldn't be getting hurt the way you're getting hurt. So we go back to Cain Velasquez taking on Travis Brown. Of course, Travis Brown, the, the boyfriend of uh, Ronda Rousey. What did Ronda Rousey said she was laying down in, the, in Australia in her dressing room after being knocked out? I mean, you know, being knocked into another time zone. She got knocked back into the Pacific time zone from L.A., from Australia. She did. That cook, that kick was heard around the world. That Bob, boom. I mean, Holly Holm just took her out. And guess what? Holly Holm overestimated her abilities, went out there and fought Misha Tate. And, of course, Misha Tate, she's going to be going in this card, uh, USC 200. Lots of attraction to this card because of the fact that Jose Aldo is going to be on the card, taking our Frankie Edger. We'll get to that in just a minute. But Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor, the rematch, of course, at 170 pounds. Conor's not backing off. i got to give him this. He probably should have said, you know, this fight would probably be better off for me at 155. But would it really? I mean, Nate Diaz is a 155-pounder. Nate Diaz is a tweener. What's a tweener? Sort of like me, between 139 and 147 when the junior welterweight living in boxing was 139 as far as amateurs were concerned. I was a tweener. My best weight was like 143, 144. Nate Diaz, his best weight's probably about 163, 164. In between the uh, lightweight, 155, and the uh, welterweight division at 170. But right now, he's going to take on Nate Diaz, uh, Conor McGregor in a rematch at 170. Remember, McGregor picked him to fight him after Rafael Dos Hanos, the USC lightweight champion, 155 pounds. He pulled out about, about eight days before with an injury. So in steps Nate Diaz on eight days' notice and goes out there, takes a bit of a licking in the first round, but the bigger man took the smaller man's shots. Okay, and that's what happens usually. The bigger man can take the littler man nine out of ten times. That's just the way it goes down. Make it make it seven point five out of out of ten times. You know, every once in a while, some guy gets smart, a smarter, a smaller guy gets smarter and is able to outfight a guy. But I just don't see it happening here. I'm looking at McGregor and Diaz going against again, and Nate Diaz just prevailing here this time, just stopping him just before the fifth round. As he did in the last time, it was the second round. But before the fifth round, I think McGregor is going to try to. Get some ring time in here. Think that he can move around Nate Diaz. But McGregor's big shot here is to go for it again instantly. He's got to go for it instantly. But you can't with Nate Diaz. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert, a black belt. He's not a hobo. He's not a guy that 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 earned his 
his black belt like, you know, he didn't earn it online. He learned it for real from the Gracies. I mean, he's the real deal, man. I'm telling you, he's a monster. He is. Nate Diaz is a monster. Nick Diaz is a monster. Their flexibility, their ability to fight. Of course, Nick's got the marijuana issues, but that's not really an issue, is it? Should that really be an issue? If a guy's got some some emotional issues and marijuana helps him out with it and enables him to uh, to uh, help help him better himself in life and, and operate in a more normal function, you don't think he should he's entitled to that? Come on. It's not a performance-enhancing drug. I think there's a few more states this year that are going to legalize marijuana right now. Marijuana, I always thought it was legal in the NBA because so many pot guys, I mean, so many NBA guys, NBA guys I knew, Smoked a lot of weed. Bill Walton, of course, when he was at UCLA. What did John Wooden say? Give him all the weed he wants. As long as we keep winning, he can smoke all the weed in the dorms he wants. And, of course, the rest of the dorm people were a little pissed off back in the day, 1967, 1968. And of course, Lou Alcindor, some of the big guys coming out of uh, UCLA. Man, the Bruins. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. A little off subject here. Back to the world of MMA. Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor. It's in the books. UFC 200, July the 9th. McGregor gets smoked again. Nate Diaz moves on to bigger and better things at 170. Jose Aldo and Frankie Edgar talk about that after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. 
Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. And he's not going to gas himself out. Lesnar trying to get back up. And he does. But he's exhausted. And he gets rocked again. Lesnar covering up. Velasquez pouring it on. Hammer fist. 50 seconds. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. How does Chael Sonnen approach John Jones? Uh, same as everybody else. I'm going to put my chin down, walk towards him, and put him on his ass. Oh, that's a good sign. I saw her sitting in the rain. Yeah, saw Cain Velasco sitting in the rain, the rain of greatness. We thought he was going to have a rain as far as heavyweight champions are Not rain, R-A-I-N, but rain, R-E-I-N, a rain of, of being heavyweight champion for a long time, taking apart Breck Lesnar. Of course, Lesnar, a, a feared animal, no question about that. Whether or not he came over from the world of choreographed professional wrestling or not, I'll tell you, he's a tough dude. But when I saw him turn his back and run away from Shane Carwin around the ring a couple of times around the octagon, I realized this this contact stuff was not for uh, Brock Lesnar. Of course, Brock Lesnar enjoys wrestling hard, much like the old road warriors of the wrestling era, the tag team era, tag team era of the '80s and '90s. These guys used to wrestle and, and actually beat people up, even though they're choreographed events. These guys would leave their opponents would leave bruised and battered. Well, that's just the way that Brock Lesnar operates in the world of the WWE. But in the world of the UFC, Kane Velasquez beat him. Shane Carwin almost beat him. I mean. I think Alistair, was it Alistair over him to finally finish him and send him back to the world of play, professional wrestling? Just couldn't handle a punishment. Didn't like getting hit on the chin. And not many guys do. I mean, if you're a 300-pound guy and he walks around at, you know, about 280, 290, he gets down to 265 for those, those UFC fights, which is the heavyweight limit. But when you're walking around at 300 pounds and you're used to, like, annihilating people and you've got people hitting you back on your chin, all of a sudden you're getting hit on your chin. When you're six foot seven, six foot eight, you're some type of monster. You don't get a hit on the chin too often. Okay, so when you do, it's a surprise. That's why you never know what a guy's like, whether it's MMA or boxing. You never know when it's like until he gets hit on the chin. So UFC 200, watch it. It's going to be a big fight week, of course. That'll be the International Fight Week in Las Vegas, July the 9th. That'll be capping the National Fight with UFC probably hasn't set out the plans as far as all the the MGN brand and the various arenas in which they'll hold 
UFC fighting, uh, meet and greet the fighters and that kind of good stuff and do some promotional stuff and air some, you know, lesser like uh, MMA cards in different arenas around town. So it'll be a big fight week, no doubt about it. But that's going to be capped off by July the 9th. The T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada, US, uh, UFC 200, Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor in number two. Now, some of the upcoming contests we want to talk about before I go to Bellator at 37 minutes, make that 40 minutes past the hour. Some of these upcoming fights as far as the UFC is concerned because the UFC has taken their act on the road. They really are. As I said, they're in Croatia today. Big Ben Rothwell, Junior Dos Santos, a couple of fights on the undercard. And if you're listening to this show live, um, the, 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 the fights are happening live as I speak on Fox Sports 1. I'll be reporting on some of those as we go. But the main event is the heavyweight throwdown I'm talking about. Big Ben Rothwell and Junior Dos Santos. Of course, there's a co-heavyweight, uh, another heavyweight co-feature, Gabriel Gonzaga. I don't think he's got much left taking on Derek Lewis. And the, probably the good fight on the card, I like this women's strawweight card, Marna Moreau is taking on Christian, uh, Christina Standu. That's a take that back. That fight's over. Uh, Moreau's won, unanimous nod, 30-27. to 27. So they're up to the last three fights on the card. So one, two, three, four fights before the end of the show. Maybe I'll have the results of the Junior Dos Santos Ben Rothwell card airing, of course, on Fox Sports 1, emanating from, guess where, Arena Zagab in Zagab, Croatia. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of mixed martial arts. We'll talk a little boxing at the top of the hour before we get out of here, but straight up, it's all about MMA. And, of course, USC is rocking and rolling right now. I love this USC 200 card, but that's going to be a long time coming. We've got a couple of months still uh, before that fight. In fact, it's <clears throat> two months from yesterday. Wait, May, June, three months from yesterday. July the 9th, of course, Las Vegas is going to be rock and roll in the International Fight Week. But preceding that, after the Rothwell Dos Santos card today, we've got Glover Tuxeria, and there'll be a UFC on Fox. And that's the UFC on regular Fox. And they're trying to promote Tuxeria, of course, a guy, uh, a Glover, a guy that beat my buddy Kyle Kingsbury. In fact, he broke Kyle's face in a spot, broke his orbital bone. I thought he was a tremendous puncher. He could really, really rock. These guys are coming to you from... Tampa, Florida, that's April the 16th. Of course, that's on Fox Sports 1. Take that back. That's on the regular Fox Sports Network. Rashad Evans, the former champion, take on Glover Tixeria at 205 pounds. Leota Machida. Man, is he long in the tooth? Well, guess what? He's fighting the guy that's even longer in the tooth And Dan Henderson. These guys are going at middleweight. Machida going back to middleweight. Good luck on that one. Catchweight fight at 160. Uh, God, I have a problem with this guy's last name. We'll try it anyway. Khabib Nurangadov. And he's taking on Daryl Holcher. That's a catchweight fight of 160. The woman's strawweight bet on the couch. Uh, about on the card is going to be <clears throat> Rose Namahunas taking on Deshawa Torres. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 fights on this card. Of course, that, that's the USC. Is the USC oversaturating stuff? I mean, even if you don't have the USC fight pass, if you're not a freak, you know, and you want to know when Dana White picks his nose and wipes his butt and all that kind of stuff, you need the fight pass. But outside of that, you know, you're going to watch one, two, three, four, five, nine fights for free on Fox Sports. Uh, I'll take that back on the regular Fox network. So, I mean, is it being overdone? Are you seeing too much? I mean, USC sort of pulled back with their TV a little bit of late. But is it just oversaturation of MMA on TV? You know, because the Bellator is coming back. They're trying to put together decent cars. They're bringing, bringing back a, a kickboxing element. So things will be changing as far as Bellator is concerned. And when they combine both boxing I mean, kickboxing and MMA into the same program, you know, you've got different looks. And I guess that means that Bellator is going to go back to a uh, a ring. I think that would be fantastic. Wouldn't it be if, if all these fights, these MMA fights were held in a ring? This idea of being barbaric and being held in these guys in a cage and this kind of good stuff. I mean, like 
you got to be dead before you can come out of gladiators. No, that's not that way, man. Come on, everybody's got to know that. Upcoming, USC 197, the guy's out of jail. I'm talking about John Jones, the once beaten, once disqualified world light heavyweight champion with an asterisk uh, going after the interim title, of course, against uh, Yvonne St. Peru. But I got to tell you, St. Peru's not in his league. Jones undefeated, undisputed at 205 pounds. That one loss to um, to uh, Mark Hamill about four or five, maybe six years ago on a disqualification when Jones elbowed him on the ground. Well, last week, uh, Jones was elbowed a bit <coughs> by the Albuquerque New, Mex- Albuquerque, New Mexico Police Department, rated the most corrupt police department in the United States by the U.S. Justice Department. They have 203 violations of the Justice Department need to, they, they need to settle regarding racial profiling and arresting people of color and all that kind of stuff and harassing people and planting evidence on them, all this kind of good stuff. Well, they've got all this kind of good stuff, like 205 mandates put forth by the U.S. Justice Department, and in three years they've managed to, uh, to come, come across and complete three of those things. So that's what's happening. John Jones getting grabbed by the Albuquerque, New Mexico Police Department a couple of weeks ago for drag racing. He said he wasn't. He said he fired his motor up at a... Uh, at a stoplight, so it looked like rah, rah, rah. he was making some noise, but he wasn't drag racing, and he thought the cop was making a scene. He put the cop on the spot, but guess what? Cops win. That's just the way it is. Unless you've got it all on video as far as the racing and all that kind of good stuff that you weren't racing, you're guilty. Cops win 99% of the time. I know I was a cop. But John Jones and Supreme Peru, the main event, USC 197, MGM Grand returned to their mecca in Las Vegas, of course, John Jones uh, coming off that, what, uh, 15, 16-month layoff. The last fight was in January of 2015 against uh, the reigning champion, Danny Cormier, pulled out with a bad injury a couple of weeks ago, supposedly. Anyway, Peru and and John Jones, that's a non-entity, a non-starter, I believe. Demetrius Johnson, the co-feature, the 125-pound world flyweight champion, dominated dominated 125, but just doesn't, this doesn't get my water, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make my water boil. I'm sorry. Against Henry Sedudo and Anthony Pettis, former lightweight champion, coming back against Edson Barzo, Barboza. Pettis, of course, I thought was going to be a god in the world of MMA until he ran into Rafael Dos Santos, who just took him apart, man, for the lightweight title. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're talking MMA, little boxing as well. And hey, WrestleMania was last week, so I'll touch on that as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the Sirius XM Satellite Radio, of course, and, and, and AFN Radio. You're seeing the Ring Talk Live World. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. 
end with free shipping? If you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball, But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I think my garden is cursed. I told Dominic miracle Grow Garden Soil with moisture control helps gardens flourish and protects against over- and underwatering. Ace is the place where a miracle cancels out a Now through Monday, don't miss over $250 in instant savings on select products throughout the store, including our best brands like miracle Grow. Ace Rewards members save instantly in-store through April 11th. Store stock only. See participating stores for details. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Trying to get this now, US- more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Well, I think that uh, what you'll see is you'll see big fights in big arenas. You'll see, uh, uh, you know, fighters that are that are in the top ten of the world. Uh, and I think you'll see another thriving league um, along with the UFC. I think that there's room for two. And I think it always is a healthy industry when you have uh, two two good solid players in any business. I can't help it, but I'm often imitated, but never duplicated. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am the undisputed, undefeated heavyweight champion of the radio Where is Pedro Fernandez having defended that title off for better than three decades, of course. One week from today. On this very show, for the entire hour, I will have Josh Barnett, the former USC heavyweight title holder right now in Croatia, as far as a USC card down there, is working some corners or doing some TV or something like that. One of the best stand-up guys, as far as like, I mean, he's like Muhammad Ali. He's got the gift of gab. Him and Frank Mir and, and Ric Flair and maybe Chael Sonnen, guys like that. I mean, very few guys can talk to this guy's level, but Josh Barnett will be here for the entire hour next week. He promised me right here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So we look forward to that. Of course, Josh Barnett looking to uh, 
figure out whether he's got a future in the UFC or not. I mean, he's like, what, about 36 years old now, and he's had some injuries. Can he come back? Can Frank Mir come back? Frank Mir is not going to be coming back. Frank Mir, I think he'll uh, probably try to get one more, one or two more fights in, but Frank Mir ought to think about better days. I mean, Frank Mir is a two-time USC heavyweight champion, got in that motorcycle accident where he snapped his femur bone in half. They thought he'd never, ever fight again. Well, he did come back, and he did fight again, so you got to give him props. I mean, he's done a lot of great things, but... The greatness has left him. He can't pull the trigger anymore. I love him. I think he's the best interview going around. I mean, when Frank Santos mirrors in the studio or he's on the line, it's always a blast. You never know what's coming out of Frank's mouth. Francisco Santos Mir. That's his uh, real name. Okay, but, you know, it's, right now he can't pull the trigger anymore, so I think he needs to go back to TV and pull the trigger on TV. Now, get this. April the 16th, <clears throat> excuse me, Bellator going to do their thing. Live in Italy, of course, Patrici, Patricky Pitbull. That's not his real name. He's got a brother that fights as Patricio Pitbull. Patricky Pitbull is going to take on A.J. McKee. And Derek Campbell is going to be on the card as well. And there's a couple of chicks on the card. So it's going to be all coming to you from the uh, on Spike TV the 16th of April, coming to you from Italy. So that's going to be sort of cool. I mean, you get to watch these fights from Italy, and they do everything's a little bit differently over there. Some of the fights they hold in rings, some of the fights they hold in cages, so we'll see what happens on that. And then the following week, and we heard, you know, Scott Coker, the current Bellator CEO, talking as he came in, and, of course, the man that found, found Strikeforce together, put Strikeforce together under the, uh, under the, how can I put this, Frank Shamrock, Ken Shamrock's brother, former Strikeforce guy, I'm talking about Frank, he sort of gave, um, uh, Coker the idea to put together the strike force people and put together this fight league and this and that. I don't think that, that, that Frank got any money out of the $35 million it was sold for. Of course, talk about Coker and those, you know, those people that own part of that business down there, they own part of the shark tank and, you know, these San Jose investors were into that big thing, but he sold it strike force, I believe to the UFC for 35 or $40 million. Speaking of the UFC. Hey, how about this? Former UFC champion, Benson Henderson going to do his thing the 22nd. This is a USC, I take that back, a Bellator 170-pound title fight. A USC 155-pound former champion, Benson Henderson, lost at 155. I mean, he just he just got taken apart. I mean, when once once Vince Anthony Pettis beat him, before that, I thought the punk was his Donald, I can't think of his name right now, Sean, something Thompson, Josh, Tom, Josh Thompson. Josh Thompson beat him and didn't get the call. I mean, a lot of guys came close to him. I mean, uh, Gilbert Melendez beat him and didn't get, didn't came get the call. So you know, Ben Sanders was the guy that ran the ran the uh, ran the how can I put? It? Got very very lucky. But he's taking on a Koroshov, and this is for a 170 pound title. They don't think much of Koroshov, but Koroshov can fight. They're trying to put this belt on a former UFC champion, a high pro high profile high profile UFC champion, and I can see why they're doing that. Henderson's a big name. He's you know, he signed my Wall of Fame out here. You know, he's got to be a big name here at the Sports Byline Studios. But, you know, is he good enough at 170? Because at 170, he's not really the cut-up guy he was at 155. I'm telling you, and, you know, he's spent a lot of time in the sauna. He admitted on the show where he'd send, uh, he'd be in the sauna the day before the weigh-in or the day of the weigh-in, and he'd look over in the hotel sauna, and there'd be his opponent. Both those guys being there sweating off that weight. That's just the way it's done. USC cuts a lot more weight than boxers do, per se. I don't know why, but they just do. Maybe because boxers have to go a longer distance, but... For the most part, USC guys are a very adept at cutting weight. I've seen guys cut 35 or 40 pounds. Actually, I saw Roberto Durant cut 28 pounds in 21 days one time. 
Of course, he got knocked out. It was the only time he got knocked out in his life by Tommy Hearns, so it probably wasn't a good thing for him. But some of these MMA guys, we'll talk about, you know, what's his name? Uh, <clears throat> the aforementioned Conor McGregor, the mouth that roared. Yeah, he can move down from like 160 pounds to 145 in about three weeks. So that's a hell of a move for him. No question about that. But Conor, of course, coming back on USC 200 July the 9th. Good luck on that one, Conor. But back to Bellator. Can Bellator compete in the manner in which Scott Coker just described? Can they do it going with these intermittent cards? I mean, this card, the 22nd, uh, is going to come to you from the uh, the uh, Mohegan Sun Casino and Arena in Uncasville, Connecticut. So that's going to be live on Spike T. Bellator 153. That's pretty cool. You can get live tickets. So, I mean, that's going to be Friday, April 27th. So April 22nd, so you watch that on your Spike TV, whether you get it live or delayed, that kind of good stuff. This is good. I think when Bellator is on Spike TV, it's at its best, okay? But you've got to do it on a consistent basis. And there are enough fighters out there, I believe, when there's 8,000 MMA gyms or dojos, that kind of good stuff going in the U.S. alone. In the U.S. alone, 8,000. Six to 8,000 dojos or MMA gyms or something affiliated with mixed martial arts, non-boxing related. Boxing gyms, hmm, I guess maybe we're down to, I would estimate maybe about down to about five, six, seven hundred across the country. I mean, decent gyms. That's probably it. Used to be a big boxing gym in, in every in, in every city. I mean, no question about it. Three or four. San Francisco had a whole bunch of them, okay? But not anymore. Not anymore. Not even the big gyms are around anymore. Of course, the, some of the corporate people have taken it over. They call it L.A. boxing, things like that. So we're trying to do with the same, with the same thing with the USC, trying to turn people of average yoke into cage fighting trainers or people training like cage fighters, and that just isn't going to happen. When I look at this bill between Benson Henderson, who's now 23-5, and five, against Andre Koroshev, 18-1, and one, Koroshev comes in with a three-inch height advantage. Of course, they're going to both weigh at 170 pounds, but he is a natural welterweight. And when I say natural welterweight again, this is very important because, as I, as I mentioned earlier, I was, and I'm not bragging or boasting, but when you're telling the truth, like my mother said, it's neither of the above. Okay, when I was kicking ass at 139 pounds and knocking people out and winning Golden Glove titles and won on a three-year undefeated run, okay, at 139, I was smoking people out. When I moved up to 147 because I was cocky and thought I couldn't make 139 no more, I got spanked in the regionals by a guy that was weighing like 167 pounds. What I'm trying to tell you is that size usually prevails. Can Benson Henderson overcome the size here? I mean, he's fought a couple times at 170 already, but... Is he really ready for a guy like Andre Koroshev, I think, who is being overlooked? Speaking of Spike and overlooked, they're trying to put together this Ken Shamrock, Hoist Gracie fight again, like for the 19th time later this year, of course. Hoist Gracie, uh, L blow blowing uh, uh, Ken Shamrock in a fight about a month and a half ago. But, you know, Shen sort of, Ken sort of played into that. He did. He played into it. You know, he got hit blow and he sort of sunk to one knee. And then Hoisty Gracie threw some punches on him. And Hoist Gracie. Never before in his long, illustrious MMA career. Of course, he won USC 1 back in 1993. Um, he's never won by submission before. Never won by knockout before. He's always won by submission. He's never won by knockout. Okay, That was his first TKO ever in the world of mixed martial arts. Why? Because Ken Shamrock took a knee and did something lame. I'm going to tell you about these low blows. I'm going to get it straight right now. I took a knee one time from a low blow. You know why? This guy was kicking the snot out of me, and I had no idea what was going on. I was trying to figure stuff out. So it hit me on the belt line, and boom. I went down, took a knee, told the referee I need some time. I think he gave me three minutes. I got to look around. I'm saying to myself, you know, this is not looking good for you, Pete. 
what is going wrong here? What's going on here, okay? And when I got up and realized, I was just fighting a better fighter. I was fighting a bigger and a better fighter. I was fighting him at 147 pounds, and you just don't do that, folks. You just don't move up. I think this move by Benson Henderson moving up to 170 pounds, although he thinks it's going to be great on his body, he's still going to strain to make 170 to an extent. Because I remember even when I moved up to 147, I had to struggle to make 139, right? When I moved up to 147, I struggled to make 147. Is that crazy? I'd come in at 45 or 44 eventually, but I struggled in the last couple of weeks to make 147. This is just the way it is. You get lazy. I guess you get this extra few pounds. You get to have a couple extra sodas, maybe some mineral waters, things like that. Maybe eat a cupcake. That stuff is good for you, folks. I mean, if you were like me, you were living on broccoli, steamed brown rice, and Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid ice cubes. That's what my mother made me as a snack. I kid you not. She was watching my weight. Like a hawk, folks, 139 pounds, had to make that weight for the title. But she would watch me like a hawk, and I snacked on Kool-Aid ice cubes. And guys laugh at me when I tell them like that, but that's the way to do it. You get a little Kool-Aid ice cube, you suck on it, it's got flavor in it, it's got some water in it, some moisture in it, more power to you. But, you know, soda and things like that, these calories, you just don't need it. But back in the day, mom used to give me the... The, uh, the ice cubes and the fucking... Oh, that was just amazing back in the day. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of mixed martial arts. Talk a little boxing and wrestling before I let you go. WrestleMania, of course, in the books now. The worst WrestleMania and probably in the history of the game. If it's called a game, it's got to be called a game. It's not a real sport. It's a game. I mean, professional wrestling. Shane McMahon in the main event. Give me a break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Frampton to the break. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. 
If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is very, very not smart. You want to take a chance on that? Saw this guy a few months ago in Oakland, California, the Paramount Theater. The only theater I haven't worked in the area is announcer. I want to work the Paramount. I saw James Brown there. I was backstage with James Brown one time, but I want to work the Paramount before I check out of this place. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live World. We're talking worldwide. We're talking, of course, the MMA, of course, Ben Rothwell and Junior Dos Santos. Just minutes away on Fox Sports 1 as the heavyweight main event. I'm going to go with Ben Rothwell here, and the reason why I'm going to take, pick Rothwell, I think he's the the underdog as far as the odds makers are concerned, Junior Dos Santos being the former champion, is the fact that Dos Santos has taken so much punishment. He cannot take the punishment he has and continue to fight, especially on an upper echelon level. I mean, the punishment that he took from Cain Velasquez in their second fight, I think he took it for five rounds. He went to distance. He got stopped in the third fight. It was nine rounds, the most brutal, brutal, one-sided beating I've ever seen in the world as far as heavyweights are concerned, the world of mixed martial arts. So, I never want to see Junior Dos Santos fight again, and he's brain-scrambled, and he's going to be brain-scrambled, and it's just the way he is. Speaking of brain-scrambled, I want to mention this, is that you know a lot of you know Roy Jones Jr., the 1980 Olympics silver medalist from Korea, of course, a world boxing champion at 160, 168, won a heavyweight title for just a minute, done all kinds of stuff, now like 48, 49 years old, still fighting, got knocked out uh, a couple of months ago by Enzo Macinarelli and been knocked out by Dennis Ledebev and things like that. But last night I heard him, and here's one of the best announcers in the history of, uh, of sports. I mean, he's really a wonderful analyst, okay? But you can hear him getting punchy. He's starting to sound like a cartoon. His voice is starting to, car- car- starting to sound cartoonish. It's just not good. I see this coming, folks. I see with other athletes, you've got to know when to get out. This contact sports thing, boxing especially. The UFC, I'm not that concerned with, and I'll tell you why. I think guys take less punishment in the world of the UFC than they do in boxing. Because in boxing, it's prolonged punishment over and over and over and over again. This guy just keeps hitting you with jabs and right hands and hooks. And because he's wearing 8- or 10-ounce gloves, he's not going to knock you out because the gloves are like pillows. 
okay? But if you're hitting people with four-ounce gloves, they're going to get hurt faster, the damage is going to be there, and you jump in and you stop them from permanent damage. But they can't do it in boxing, and that's what boxing's big shortcoming is right now, as is a shortcoming with professional football. They're going to try to limit uh, playing uh, p- playing with practice pads as far as the NFL is concerned, I heard. In the next couple of years, the players' unions talking about that. Why would they need to talk about it if it wasn't dangerous? I mean, why if guys weren't dying left and right? Why if juniors, juniors say, oh, the greatest Samoan player ever uh, from the Pacific Islands ever played the linebacker for the San Diego Chargers, all pro, Hall of Famer, why did he have to commit suicide? Why are all these guys walking around semi-retarded? And I'm not trying to knock them uh, and use the term retarded in a negative tone. But that's what's happening here. I was with Mark Gaston, one of the greatest pass rushers of all time with the New York Jets. I was interviewing for USA Cable and a couple other TV outlets back in the, the 90s. He was making a run as a heavyweight boxer. The goal was to match him up with then-heavyweight uh, contender George Foreman. It never happened. But Gaston, I had him at diff- three or different fights, three or four different fights, and I was interviewing him afterwards, and I couldn't get him to look at me. And one I was looking one way, and one I was looking the other, and I couldn't get him to concentrate. And I was saying to myself, what the hell? So I just realized it was a two-question type of thing. Hey, Mark, how are you? Fine. How's your girlfriend? Good. See you later. That was about it. That's all he could really answer, okay, because he was punchy from the contact in professional football, not boxing. So I think boxing's a major downer. I think professional football's a major downer. I think the ideal goal with smaller gloves in the world of mixed martial arts, that's why I'm so much into this, and people don't realize what I'm saying, but the great Alexis Arguello, Joe Lewis, guys like that, the smaller the gloves, the better. It gets over with, less punishment. We don't want to punish guys. Don't forget, remember the gloves? You know what they were designed for, don't you? Not the protection of the fighter, the protection of the hands. So I'll leave you with that. Until next time, Keep your hands up, keep your chin down, but don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Sports Byline, Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Cause I love you so.